Hey everybody, this is LaShanda Loffridge from Houston, Texas, and you're listening to the Do You Want to Be Made Whole podcast. Are you tired of being tired of the way you feel? Does your situation seem hopeless? This is a podcast that encourages you to heal, dare to dream, and to be the best you for you. Life is meant to be lived. Tune in and let your pain be a light in your sky. I want to say thank you to my special guest for joining me today. Uh, We have the very proud pastor, Dr. Robert Bailey Jr. of the Restoration of Praise Fellowship, uh, also known as the Praise Dome. And we also have Pastor Jimmy Lee of the New Life Worship Center joining us for our podcast on today. Um, Thank you all so much for taking the time out to join in this movement with me. Today, we're going to be talking about spiritual wellness as it relates to mental health and just being made whole. Um, One of the things that I want to convey to our listeners is that in order for you to be made whole, you have to address all aspects of, you know, of your life. One of the things that I struggled with in my season of darkness was my spirituality. Um, for a while, I, I grew up in church my entire life. You know, my father is my uh, pastor and I had to grow to a point to believe for myself. Um, it took me some years, even into adulthood, it took me some years and I had to make a decision to do that. But what I learned in doing so is that, you know, in our religious beliefs, many of us interpret the Bible, you know, different ways. And so um, there are different aspects of things that apply to us and things that don't. My struggle was in the church, it was always praise your way through, pray about it, you know, leave it at the altar. And all of that's great. You know, it's a great feeling and emotion, you know, when you're at church and, you know, you're you're pouring your heart out, you're in praise or, you know, whatever the case may be. But what I was experiencing was that, okay, so when church was over, I didn't really feel much better mentally. And so... You know, I I had to take some time to deal with that. And so you all as pastors, I look up to you all. Number one, you have been very instrumental in my growth. Um, Pastor Lee, when um, I was going through situations of transition, you and I had some conversations about um, looking at things differently. You opened up my eyes, you know, perspective wise um, to, you know, look at some things through a different lens, a different scope. Um, Pastor Bailey, you and I, you know, we've been friends for years, you know, and I've seen the growth in you from, you know, when you first came down here to Houston to, you know, being a successful pastor um, and leader and a Bible teaching believer. And so um, un- listening to you all, you all's, um, sermons. Pastor Lee, I remember revivals you used to do at the church. You know, I've listened to you all (laughs) preach. I've had personal conversations with, you know, with both of you. And I do value the things that you say. 
And so I wanted to have you all join me today. So my first question to you all is, as it relates to spirituality, how do you address mental health with your congregation? Go ahead. All right. Cause, well, I mean, um, mental health, you know, it's been pretty much been taboo in the church. Many people really don't talk about it. As a matter of fact, really yes. kind of tabooish in the black community. Mm-hmm. Really don't talk about it. People would think that, you know, you're weak, you know, if you're dealing with some mental issues and if you have to go see a psychiatrist or something like that. So, you know, I don't think it's something ever directly addressed, but I do think it's indirectly addressed, mm-hmm. uh, which which also may be a problem as well, because, I mean, when people are going through their issues and you're preaching a sermon about it, they may hear a few things in there that they need to do. Uh, but the thing that's missing in most sermons is, is how to do the mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So okay. I think that that's so important. Uh, so I think that's how we can move forward. We can move forward in church mm-hmm. by, you know, making a effort to actually intentionally talk about mental health as opposed to just giving some principles here and there and sending folks on their way. Like you say, because I mean, it's a, it's a charged up moment, you know, when you're in that worship place, you're having a good time and you hear all these principles that come across and instructions of things that you need to do. But when you leave now, what? Right. Right. So I think, so I think we need to talk about it more. because that that's what's been lacking. I agree. Right, right. I uh, I ha- I've addressed it multiple times. Number one, I always try to uh, to try to make sure that we are being practical with, while being spiritual as well. Mm. Um, you can't everything everything is is not always spiritual, and we take things we spiritualize everything mm-hmm. and try to and try to bottle it up in our spirituality when. In actuality, the spirit, the body don't flow unless the spirit is functioning. Mm -hmm. So if my spirit is mentally going through it, then I'm not going to mentally be there in the body. And so I think a lot of times we don't address address things and then being practical by taking spiritual stories out of the Bible and showing them where mentally they've struggled, where depression set in with Elijah, where Jesus was overwhelmed with mm-hmm. worry and mm-hmm. and and kind of questioned his own moment by saying the spirit is willing, flesh weak, you know, right. Lord, take this cup away from me. So we don't talk about showing the natural side of spirituality. And I think a lot of times that's when we over spiritualize everything and then it causes people not to wanna yeah. wanna 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 understand the natural the natural portion of it. So I agree. I agree. I like that term over spiritualize. And so, yeah. So you just referenced uh, Pastor Bailey, you know, a couple of, um, you know, people in the Bible, you know, talking about Jesus and Elijah. And so when you have members and let's say you see that they're going through something, they're experiencing something, you know, um, our churches, you know, they're a place of love. You know, your your motto is help, hope, and healing, right? And so in promoting what it is that you're, you know, what it is that you're standing on um, for the motto of your church, what are some ways that you are doing that? What, how are you putting that into action? 
Um, actually, it's a really good question. What what I've done just this week is I've established, um, or oh, well, not this week, this year was the first time in 15 years of our church existence, I just established a recovery program okay. that deals with addicts, that deals with suicidal thoughts, That's that deal awesome. with abuse, that deal with mental health. I, I, I got people and then I connected myself with psychiatrists, with doctors, That's with, amazing. because I think we take away, we always come in and think that the pastor is the answer. Yeah. The pastor is not the answer. He's the leader to the answer. Yeah. And so if we're not leading them to where answers are, then I think we are failing the church as leaders by not leading them to where answers are. And I'm not a doctor. Yeah. Even though I have the doctor on my name, mm-hmm. I'm not a doc- physician. Right. I'm not one mm-hmm. that deals with the medical side of it. So I have to lead them to somebody mm-hmm. that can. And we kind of stop trying to overlook the fact that sometimes we need that. We yeah. need to go sit on somebody's couch. Yeah, we need, we need to go and have our, our own thinking addressed because we get suicidal. We get overwhelmed where yeah. we don't want to function. I mean, and so... A lot of times we take that part out of church right. and we think that the pastor is the go-to and he may be the go-to, but right. he should be able to lead you to somebody. Jesus had to be led by the spirit. Mm-hmm. He, I, even though he's full of the spirit, still got to be led by it. So unfortunately, we take that out of the out of the content of helping people. Mm-hmm. And so I've started programs here at our church that um man i had in our first meeting had 25 addicts wow just here in the building yeah to, to just have a conversation you know uh, I, mm. I, I need to know how to help you i need to sit down with somebody that's been betrayed that's been abused that, yeah. that's been abandoned right you know so we can have healthy conversations on how to heal yeah healthy conversations is key because oftentimes when we experience it, experience those challenges of whatever the challenge is. There's shame, you know. People are yeah. not always wanting to come forward with, yeah. you know, okay, I want to come to Christ this Sunday or I want to come up for prayer or, you know, whatever the case may be. And so I and think And they got to feel safe too. They exactly. got to feel safe. It's exactly. got to be a safe place. Yeah. Everybody ain't going to open up to everybody. Right. But if they know they can come and see you practical, See, you're touchable, you're reachable, yeah. that they don't have to go through 50,000 people to get to you. They got your phone number directly. They can call you and say, hey, I'm struggling. Yeah. And you can get out of the bed and go, you know, yeah. it's stuff like that that ministers to the to the soul of somebody. And, and, and if we're going to do the Bible stuff, the things that the Bible has required and requested us to do, we can't just think that it's to draw them into the sanctuary mm-hmm. without us going into the street. Yeah, so. yeah, that's amazing. Pastor Lee, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I, you know, I think Robert was right on it when he talked about um, how we just over-spiritualize everything. You know, mm-hmm. I, there are some practical things um, that you can do um, that can really help to fortify your mental health. And I'll just go straight to the bottom of the barrel, and that's eating right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you are you eating right? You know, what what kind of foods are you ingesting in your body? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, myself, like Rob, I'm not a physician or anything, but I do know that anything that you ingest in your body is going to have a chemical response. It's going to go through a chemical change. Yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, we're ingesting, you know, some some bad foods mm-hmm. and, and those those foods that you're eating 
we'll have a chemical reaction in your brain. Yeah. So a lot of times it's our diet. We're not eating right. That really throws us off because there are foods that can make you feel good. Women say chocolate make them feel good. Yeah. There's some foods <laughs> that can make you feel sleepy. You know, that Thanksgiving meal after you eat it. Hey, you ready to lay down? Right. So food right. plays a very important role. And, 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 and to couple with that, are you exercising? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, these are some practical things that you can do, you know, and and once you when you do these types of things, it's going to help your mind to really, you know, release all of that stress and yeah. all of that agony and depression mm-hmm. and you'll feel better. And then on top of that, are you not eating? Mm-hmm. When was the last time you fasted? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because fasting is also good for your mental health and it's also good for your physical health when you deny yourself that food. I mean, it, it, it has a, a, an unseen spiritual aspect mm-hmm. that can't be explained because it's very powerful. But on the opposite spectrum of that, from a physical and mental standpoint, it does your body and mind great. I cannot tell you the clarity of mind and thought that I have after coming off, coming off of a fast. Oh, wow. The clarity okay. of thought I have when I'm just juicing. Mm-hmm. How how much how how I feel better, how much more energy that energy that I have. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that I think that, you know, those things are important. Just practical things like that. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So And I mean I mean now if you want to woman to dive a little bit deeper and go into some, some <laughs> spiritual aspects of it. You know, how about how about, you know, for your mental health doing some what it what is called shadow work. Okay. Um, and, and that is when you start to analyze your life, you know, mm-hmm. what hurts you? Yeah. Do who the work. You? Yes. Absolutely. Who, who caused you, you know, to Absolutely. go through this pain that you're going Absolutely. through? And so, and once you analyze your life and you, you begin to chrono- chronologically look at it, mm-hmm. okay, I've hurt this person, okay, because you may very well be experiencing karma from what you did. Hmm. My God. Hmm. So, so you may have you may have some people, and I I'm not just telling you something I've read. I'm telling you something that I've done. Yeah. I've gone back to apologize to people who I have wronged. That's amazing. I've went back to my ex-wife and apologized to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so there are some people that you need to apologize to, and that can take a weight off of your mind as well. Yeah. And can I give you yeah. another one? And, I, and I'll let y'all talk. Go ahead. How about forgiving? When was the last time you forgave somebody? Mm-hmm. Are you still holding a grudge against somebody that owed you $5 20 years ago? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Somebody that bullied you in school 30 years ago? Yeah. Are you holding grudges? Are you harboring, you know, unforgiveness in your heart? And I think that once you begin to solve all of these things that hurt you, um, then you can begin to release that pain that you feel inside. I agree with that 100% because it's, it's all about accountability, you know, and what I had to learn was everything is not everybody else's fault. You know, I played a role in something along the way that caused me some difficulty and challenges. And so when you talk about forgiveness, you know, there are times, you know, where people have to forgive themselves, you know, not only right. forgiving other people, but, you know, right. I was very hard on myself in dealing with the challenges that I had. But 
I, again, in dealing with those things, I did not feel comfortable going to church to say, I feel like I want to kill myself today. You know, um, that's a, that's a true feeling that I experienced, but I was embarrassed and ashamed because of who I was, you know, in family orientation and, you know, the church that we're affiliated with and things of that nature, because we're supposed to be so strong. We're supposed to be, you know, but I was actually walking around with these feelings of, you know, wanting to harm myself, wanting to, you know, give up. And so, um, I had to spend some time in recognizing that I felt that way, number one, and allowing myself to believe that it was okay for me to reach out to something outside of church, you know, because oftentimes that's all, if, if that's the only thing, like that's all we know, that's all we see, you know? And so how do you, how did you, Pastor Bailey, um, outsource you know, and make those connections with. You just, you just, you, you, I mean, you got to realize what you got missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of times we don't know what we got missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam, Adam don't know he has something missing until he sees leaves. So mm-hmm. you don't know you have something <laughs> missing until mm-hmm. something is right there staring you in the face. And I, you know, I'm doing church all this time. And now I'm having to deal with a lot of people who are having emotional breakdowns, who are yeah. depressed all the time, mm-hmm. who are, so I'm going, where did this come from? Like where, so now, now that I can identify that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Now I'm looking for people to assist that have the expertise. Mm-hmm. Jesus chose men that had expertise in certain fields mm-hmm. and in certain genres of work. Uh, even with choosing Judas, I chose him to be what he is. So uh, unfortunately, we don't, we the church, and, and really it's a lot of this hymns on us leaders because we think we got it, we know it. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. I, you know, no, we need to be open enough <clears throat> to welcome other gifts and other abilities and other skills and not dummy down what we, our influence is enough. Yeah, and God gave gave us the charisma and the influence to be able to draw people who are assigned to our influence. So, regardless to what we do, right, I can bring in the greatest physician to come into our church. He will not have more influence than me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because God won't let him come in and over influence who he put as a voice. So, unfortunately, we 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 hurt each other mm-hmm. by not reaching out when we need to help. I need help. Like, Mm -hmm. say I need help. Be okay with saying, I don't have this and I don't know this or I can't. I don't, this is not my field or my area. Can Mm -hmm. I, can I, can you come in and help me? And and it don't take nothing away from our anointing or our gift. So I think that's where a Mm -hmm. lot of the problem come in that we don't seek each other out Mm -hmm. or we don't seek for outside assistance to help us with inside assignments. Yeah. Wow. I think that's yeah, that's awesome. I, I think that's important. I mean, yeah, yeah, because I mean, like like you were saying, Robert, um, the pastor don't have all the answers. Uh, yeah, and I know a lot of people don't agree with me when I when I say what I'm about to say, and I, I'm not looking for that. But this is just me and where I am in my ministry. Mm-hmm. I don't like for the people in my ministry to call me pastor. 
Uh, that word pastor comes from shepherd. Shepherds were with the sheep all day long. Mm-hmm. You might see me one hour if you don't come, if you come to church every Sunday. Right. You might see me one hour. So I'm not pastoring you. Mm-hmm. You have to come to a point in your life where you can learn to lead yourself. Okay. Because that word pastor has has, has some bad connotations. Some people feel like that they got to always call you. Mm-hmm. They got to mm-hmm. always get in contact. I know my pastor can get up. No, you can get a prayer through. You can. Not, not just me. <laughs> you can. You can too. You can. So, so I right. think Robert is right on it with that. We, we, we are here to help facilitate your growth. Yeah. And we, if, and if we don't have the answer, he and I have already forestated, we're not proud to say, Hey, Look, we're not too proud to say, hey, look, go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Here's Absolutely. what the answer is for you. Absolutely. So, I, th- I think, Robert, I think you're right on with that. Yeah. yeah definitely. That's Dr. Bailey, he's, he's my cousin. <laughs> so, I, mean, I just call him Robert. Don't do that, Rob, man. My, my don't do that, man. Don't do that, man. <laughs> Dr. Bailey, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that, man. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a lot of the pr- a problem with uh, with a lot of churches. And then we get so caught up in tradition. And this is ha- this has been the way that it's been all these years. Mm-hmm. And you're not supposed to be broken, and you're not supposed to be sad, and mm-hmm. you're not supposed to go through depression. And we hide it behind service. Yeah, yeah. But but Jesus on the cross cries out because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to hide what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. My God, you forsake like I I feel this is my feeling like yeah. I need you to understand I'm feeling something yeah and so when you can't call out to somebody that you are serving with and serving under mm-hmm. it puts a bad taste in the mouth of somebody who really need the help um because I can't lean on nobody to give me to somebody that will help me yeah. you know and the church should be that we call ourselves the hospital and every doctor in there ain't your doctor that's right <laughs> you are very so, right you got to go to somebody that can help with your situation, you know, so, you know, just that. I agree. And I, I 100% believe that, you know, and like you said, the pastor cannot pray you into heaven. You know, your decision <laughs> and how you live your life is based on your choices. And so in my making a decision to get better mentally, I had to reach out and I'm so glad that I did because I may have just stayed in that same stagnant place and not um, giving myself opportunity for growth. So in closing, I just want to hear from you all as it relates to what advice could you give to your fellow pastors, you know, um, connections that you all have in encouraging their membership to reach out and get help if, if needed for their mental health. Dr. Bailey. Oh, <laughs> um, what I would say is, first of all, you, we got to be open. Mm-hmm. We're not open enough. We're not, we're not, we're just not, we, we, we're wanting people to come in the house, but we're not open enough to provide what they need in the house. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and God, and the Bible says, God will supply all the need. So th- there shouldn't be a need in the church that the house, and if I'm not open enough, then the house is closed. So we just, as leaders, we got to be open enough. We got to be open in our mind, in our thinking, in mm-hmm. our observation of what, what the house needs, and then be open enough to make the necessary changes, which will help everybody make changes. And it's not just, and while you're learning, they're learning. Right. While you're growing, they're growing. Right. While you're going, they're going. 
And so it, it's, it's just really an openness, being open enough, being willing to make necessary changes, and then activating them, putting them in. Don't talk about it. Let's activate it. it. Let's Action. Yes. put it in place. And then we have follow through, follow up. Every time yeah. we're coming back, we're doing this over and over again. And being re- repetitive will help, will help strengthen everybody. Awesome. Awesome. Pastor Lee? Yeah, everything he said. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you just i mean you just you have to be intentional you say share yep. this with with uh, with guys that we know and, and we can we can share this information with some of these gentlemen uh and some people are steeped in their traditions and some right. people are as robert said are open yeah so we just have to be willing enough as men of god as he and i are to just go out and just share it and, and talk about you know um letting our friends know hey when was the last time you talked about mental health in your church mm, i mean mm-hmm. because this is something that's going on nationwide right this is going on everywhere people have i mean i i was just listening to something the other day people are taking two three four pills mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just to, function. Know, to stabilize mm-hmm. their mind yeah again yeah, ingesting something that's going to have a chemical reaction mm-hmm. to make them feel better yeah yeah. You know, yeah. so a lot of people are doing a lot. And some people have, you know, suicidal thoughts. As you said, we need to address those things. Now, myself, now, I may not have had no suicidal, but I have some homicidal thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. It's all, but that's all a part else, of it. Yes. Yeah, it's, I mean, so you just, you go through all of these changes mm-hmm. in your mind. And yeah. I do believe that that has to be addressed because if that's not addressed in this church age that we're going through, the church is going to lose a lot of people because people are going through a whole lot of stuff. I mean, COVID That's... messed up a lot of people, you Definitely. know, because they didn't really know, they didn't really want to be alone with themselves and didn't want to be alone with the people that they were with. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They yeah. stopped. Yeah. Definitely. You know, so, and you have so many people dealing with stressful jobs and and everything is high these days. Yeah. Right. People are dealing with some great financial issues. So we, we have to address it in the church because if not, we'll lose a lot of people. Absolutely. And we have. We yeah. have yeah. lost a lot yeah. of people. We have. That's yeah. true. That's true. Okay. Because I took a church Our hiatus. To change. Yeah. yeah. I, I I did not go to church for a little bit because I, of the yeah. way yeah. that I was feeling, you know. Yeah. And so I'm thankful that I decided to choose life. I'm very thankful for the influence that you all have had in just your words. Um, they very much resonated within me. And I want to thank you for what it is that you're doing for our communities and, you know, for our people, because this is great conversation to have. And like you said, putting that into action because faith without works is dead and God has called us to do great things and to minister to others and not just sit on our gifts. And so I commend you all. Thank you so much for joining me today for this podcast. And I pray, you know, that your ministries continue to flourish and if there's ever anything I can do for you all, let me know. Definitely. Good Thank time. you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Me too. What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all have a good one. All okay, right, y'all bye. Do the same. Bless all right, cuz. All right. All right, cuz. Peace. In being made whole, you must address all aspects of your well-being. Episode two enlightened us on our mental well-being. Episode 3 dealt with our physical well-being. Episode 4 addresses our spiritual well-being. It all works hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. We have all experienced indifferences, conflicts, hurt, and trauma. 
Self-reflect on what you need to nourish within your life so that you could be the best you for you. God has great things in store for us all. The next episode will air on March 18th with the topic of overcoming addiction. I've invited a very special guest that has an amazing testimony. Do you want to be made whole? Love y'all.